You are now listening to the Quick Flurry Podcast hosted by Marquise Rawls. Gary Russell Jr. defended his championship title against a very strong opponent, King Tug, who was a high-ranking contender for his belt. I tried pronouncing King Tug's full name. I bet you can't do it. Using his hand speed, hellacious jabs, and solid defense, he got the unanimous decision giving King Tug the first loss of his career. The fight was actually a really great fight with lots of action and a high level of skill displayed by the man who has the hand speed of God. During the post-fight interview, which I like to watch because it helps us predict the future of the boxer, Russell vocalized his desire to fight Leo Santa Cruz and Javante Tank Davis, two big names in the 130-pound division, and those will be amazing fights for him. Either one of them he should get in this year. He also said he wants to avenge his only loss to Lomachenko. If you saw that loss, you know Lomachenko is a woo. That guy is something else in the ring. Those are all great potential fights for Gary Russell in 2020. And if he gets just one of those, maybe two. But if he gets just one of those, 2020 will be one of the best years of his career. He is really known for fighting once a year. So if he fights two times a year, especially one he had with King Tug, which is a very good, solid uh, contender for his belt, that he fights a champion in Leo Santa Cruz or Tink Davis or even a rematch with Lomachenko, that would be an amazing year for him. Possibly fighter of the year if he wins. On the undercard of that same fight event, Guillermo Rigondeaux returned to the ring to square off against Laborio Solis. And I'm pretty sure I botched his first name up. With his last showing being actually a very high a- action fight, which is sort of not what we're used to seeing Rigondeaux fight. He got the knockdown in his last fight, winning by, I believe, a TKO. The fans and myself and the announcers, we all expected a second dosage of what we got in his last fight. Round one. Sort of gave me that little fix with offense being priority number one. But then round two came and Rigondeaux went to the same old Guillermo Rigondeaux that got him in the top 10 pound for pound list. I'm not saying that he shouldn't fight that way. I'm not saying that fighters shouldn't be so defensive minded. Like, don't get me wrong. His defense, it was... A masterpiece. It was tactical brilliance from Ringendahl. Great for his family, for his camp. Great for him because it ensures a win for him. And he comes out as safe as possible. But I don't want to watch that anymore. I don't want to see someone who walks around the ring, throwing one jab here, one jab there. Don't get me wrong. Defense is important. and Everyone needs a perfect balance of defense and offense. But being all defense or being all offense, it won't produce the best results for you and for the fans. Yes, he won the fight, unanimous decision. But in the end, the people who had to watch that sloth-paced fight, we lost. We're the real losers because we had to watch Rigondeaux fight for 12 rounds and only land 73 punches. We had to watch Solis fight for 12 rounds and only land 59 punches. We're the real losers, the viewers. 
Moving on to the golden boy of boxing, Canelo Alvarez is rumored to be deciding whether to fight Billy Joe Saunders or Colum Smith in his next match. I would love for Canelo to fight Billy Joe Saunders and I have utmost faith in him that he can win the fight. Maybe even get a knockout. I don't really know how good of a chin um, Billy Joe has. I haven't really seen his chin been tested. I know he's a great, superb fighter. I just haven't seen his chin tested. And I know Billy Joe, he's been really shouting and screaming to get these big fights. Mostly toward Triple G. He said he wants to fight Triple G. He's been saying that for the past few years, but I don't think that fight's going to happen. So next best thing is Canelo Alvarez. Kyle Smith, he's also a good fight. I like him. Real good champion. Great fighter. He's uh, the best fighter of all the Smith brothers. If you uh, follow and know about the, the Smith brothers, I think it's like four or five of them. It's a lot of them. And Kyle Smith, he's, uh, he's the best one out of all of them. He's the champion. Great fighter. And I would love that fight for Canelo. But Kyle Smith, he needs to worry about another man at the 168-pound division named Caleb Plant, who's staking his claim as the best. I think Caleb Plant is the best. And Colin Smith, you need to fight Caleb Plant. See if he'll plant your ass on the ground. And lastly, a super fight that I really want to see can come to fruition. And it may occur in late May of this year. Between the former prospect of the year, Teofimo Lopez, and the traveler of the Matrix, Lomachenko. I don't need to describe how amazingly skilled and talented Lomachenko is inside the ring and his unworldly gifts inside the ropes, but this can possibly be the biggest challenge of his career. Yeah, he faced Jorge Linares, who knocked him down with a crisp straight, and he fought a tough Luke Campbell, who slightly gave more pushback than most opponents. But on the other hand, Teofimo Lopez is a crafty, slick power puncher. You saw what he did to Richard Comey in his last fight. That was unexpected. And he did it in, what, two rounds? That fight will be amazing. Obviously, pay-per-view, so get your money together now. Will Lomachenko have finally met his match in the slick and crafty Teofimo Lopez, the young, hungry lion who has the power? Or will Teofimo Lopez become another victim and sat down in the school of the boxing matrix only time will tell and we will have to see